Hello, and welcome to this episode of Say Something Interesting. This is the follow-up podcast from Eastlake Tri-Cities Church. My name is Megan, and that wrestling chair movement that you just heard is our teaching pastor, Brent. We're back, everybody. We are. Two-week break. Well, we just took one week off. Mm, feels like two weeks. <laughs> it's because you took it's, two weeks been, off of church. It's been two weeks, yes. <laughs> I know. Two weeks in the church world feels uh, like forever for people. <laughs> They're like, good grief. Where did you go? Greece? <laughs> China? Where have you been? Uh, I have been uh, over the mountains. uh, Yeah, through the woods. Through the woods. We went to my grandma's house. Uh. We go. (laughs) No, we didn't go see her, even though we were over in the area. Thanks Uh. for bringing that up. She's going to be sensitive to that. (laughs) We went to go see Neighbor Gatsi over the weekend. This past weekend. weekend. That's super fun. And it was super fun. And it was Saturday night, uh, and it just felt like... What are the odds that I want to drive back after a Saturday Pretty night? Pretty low. <laughs> so we had a big group of friends, mostly from the church. So it did uh-huh. feel kind of churchish, but not churchish in the fact that, you know, we went out mm. and had a great time and yeah. partied and all that good stuff. Yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah, it was super fun. It was a great date night thing. Mm-hmm. My, my wife and I, we, were, we went out, walked on Sunday morning. Um, typically about the time that I'm running at full speed, trying to open everything up and fix broken things at the theater. We just sauntered down to a coffee shop nice. in downtown Seattle and had a mediocre, I'll be honest, uh, cup of coffee. <laughs> a little but disappointed. But the company was the good. company was great. <laughs> it was awesome. My wife uh, started a new job thing today, oh, so it was like exciting. a good little weekend to kind of chat things up and yeah. you know do yeah. that sort of deal. So very exciting. It was fun. It was a great, uh, great experience. Mm-hmm. I do I do know that I missed church uh, pastor appreciation Sunday yeah, at East uh-huh. Lake. It was really funny because I was like, they're not here. <laughs> a little miscommunication for a volunteer who put together something uh-huh. awesome for us. She's yeah. such a sweet lady and super thankful, Linda, if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, I got a text from Travis like, she's not very happy that you're not here for pastor appreciation. <laughs> we appreciate you, but we'd appreciate you more if you were here. Yeah. Well, I mean, it kind of defeats the purpose. It does. Did you enjoy the donuts? <laughs> I didn't. I Did like, you partake? No, I did not. Oh, okay. Um, I like come in at 1030. Yeah. And go straight downstairs. No, we know. We know yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And by the time I came back out, they were gone. So. Yeah. Um, somebody I br- did kind of see it and then I like just kept walking. Supposedly but. somebody brought Spud Nut Donuts in oh. because now they're available for takeout only on Sunday mornings. Oh. And uh, so I found it mildly ironic because I think we had somebody like saunter in from, we got a connect card that somebody came mm-hmm. over from Kagan's, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. They're just in the area. And I thought... If people only knew, the people who are paying for a Spud Nut Donut <laughs> less than 150 yards away <laughs> knew that they could just walk into a church and grab the same exact <laughs> Spud Nut Donut for frizzle, for free 99. Uh, yeah. We'd be a lot more crowded during that second yeah, service probably. probably but I mean, you'd have to have Spud Nuts every week. Yeah, though. we'd have to like filter them and do some sort of a guilting yeah. like, hey, if you take that donut, you better stay for at least worship. <laughs> That's the only deal. I don't know. Uh, we don't have that in place. But no, we don't. how was your weekend? It was good. Yeah? I went and saw the Taylor Swift concert movie. Oh, did you in yeah. theaters? Yeah. Nice. How it was, was pretty it? Fun. Pretty cool experience. It, yeah. I mean, I went to like the late show, and it was not super like crowded, so like there weren't like a ton of people dancing or whatever. But oh, do people um, like dance? Yeah. At that? Apparently, like they they say at the beginning, like this isn't like a normal movie. Feel free to sing along and dance and oh, like, that's so all that freaking stuff. weird. Yeah. that'd be um, so weird. Nobody really did. Okay, good. I mean, I. I kind of sang along quietly, but like nobody really did. We like waved our arms at one point when Taylor's like, wave your arms. 
arms and we like my, the friends that I went with we waved our arms but that was about it yeah did you dress up I did because my friend was really she really wanted to go like made a date night of it well yeah but yeah. it was just friends I know but like you know um, what I mean yeah, yeah. a group date night yeah whatever. and so we like went and got a drink at Three Eyed Fish before and then um, we like went and watched the show I will admit like two hours in or because it's like two and a half hours plus movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, how much longer? <laughs> I was like, I love you, Taylor, but <laughs> yeah, it's late. Um, and mommy got Jeopardy on at home. Yeah. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> um, but also just really like my number one takeaway was I cannot believe she does that multiple nights in a row. Yeah. Wild, right? Because like the movie, the and like, then on her off nights goes and screams at Travis <laughs> okay, Kelsey. Okay, but she's not on tour anymore. Like right now is yeah, between her break. like tours, because yeah. um, she's starting her European the European leg of this tour in like a month or whatever. Yeah, or a couple weeks, um, and that's when Travis, and Kelsey, and Taylor Swift will no longer be. In yeah, totally. <laughs> now it's not convenient for me to do it. Um, and anywho, so it was like really like the show was incredible and it was so impressive. And I was like, I can't believe she does that. Yeah. And I definitely was like, oh, that would have been really cool in person. Did they say where it was filmed? Yeah. At? So they filmed it. The one they filmed was the one of her shows she did at SoFi in LA. Okay. Which is like her, which was her last stop. So it was the end of Got the it. tour. Got it. Okay. Um, so those are the ones that they filmed. Yeah. I, I mean, I know that those tickets for actually, um, like the show mm-hmm. are crazy expensive. Oh, it's yeah, like yeah, been yeah. a, a yeah. hot button thing or whatever. Guess how much the tickets are for the movie? Uh, I don't know. 20 bucks, 10 bucks. 1989. Oh, geez. Nice. <laughs> I get it. Um, I'm glad you get it. <laughs> yeah. I, but my thought was, okay, at some point this era's tour is done, right? Yeah. So what are the, what are the closing prices to go? This is your last chance yeah. to go see. I mean, like that marketing piece. Yeah, but it's all in, it's in Europe, all of those ones. I know, I, I know, but yeah. I mean, how, like what are the prices going to be? Yeah. Where does it end? And what are the prices of the average price of that ticket? Yeah. Because I, I would imagine that, that. I mean, the average prices of the tickets here were astronomical. That's I, that's so, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, are people mortgaging their homes to go to this, go see Taylor one last time? <laughs> I mean, it's not Never like she's know. dead. She's going to tour. I again. know, but this is going to be like a record setting. <laughs> like, this will be on yeah. Guinness yeah, Records. Yeah, she probably forever. won't. Not forever, but. She for, won't do a show like this again. Correct. You can't. Yeah. How, how often do you have a 20 year career? Well, be like, we're going to sum so up. So, in part of the, in the show, in the show, she kind of explains why she ended up doing the tour the way she did is because during the pandemic, she put out like four albums and yeah. never toured them. Mm-hmm. And so everyone was like, so then she put out Midnights and is thinking about doing a tour. And everyone's like, well, how you have these four albums you've never toured. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? And she's like, I'll just do everything. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, that's going to be like three and a half hours. And she was like, yeah, it'll be awesome. Yeah. You know, like just yeah. like that attitude so, though. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> that opportunity yeah. there. Right. So like I, I just, uh, I just started watching. Did you know that Frasier dropped a new season? What? Yeah. Frasier's back. Kind of. What? It's on Paramount Plus. And uh, who, who do we know? Who's our favorite Frasier fan? Uh, Eric Redness. Eric Redness is, is yeah. our favorite. And I kept telling him it's coming. And he's like, I won't believe it until I see it. He's the <laughs> doubting Thomas of, of re, re-watching sitcoms, right? 
so I sent him when the day actually dropped last week or two weeks mm-hmm. ago that it actually came out. I was like, it's, you could watch episode one right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And I never got a response from him. I assume he was just watching it and was like, don't distract <laughs> me. I'm, I'm watching it. Um, and so I decided, you know what? Out of respect for my friendship with Eric, I'm going to watch did you watch Frasier. the original? Yeah, but not like religiously okay. like him, okay. right? And Kylie even said the same thing. She's like, I've watched it and I enjoyed it, but I don't watch every, I, I did not watch every episode. Yeah. That was not the era that we were in to be like, oh, let's definitely, Thursday yeah. nights, let's block it off mm-hmm. for, for Frasier. And it had such a long run and all the kinds mm-hmm. of stuff, right? And so I watched it and uh, it was, fi- it's fine. Mm-hmm. He's as good as ever. Kelsey he's, Grammer? Yeah, he's just like. Yeah, he's not even my favorite. He was built for that role. It's kind of like the the one trick pony, but yeah. it's so good, that one trick yeah. pony, that you're like, why would you ever do anything ever, yeah. anything else? Like, this was a great thing. His supporting cast, at least in this one, I don't remember them Does being the this bad. No, so like the dad died oh, in real yeah. life. The, so in real life, yeah. They made a uh, made a kind of a... Is Niles still part of it? Uh, well, not in the one episode that I watched. Interesting. His son is involved uh, in it, but it's he's cheesy actor. Yeah. And the woman, See, Niles is my favorite. Niles is great. Yeah. Everybody... Uh, David Hyde Pierce, that's the actor yeah. who plays Niles. Yeah. So... Yeah, in the story though, he uh, in the episode that I watched, he is, and this is the roundabout way of why I brought this up. Um, <laughs> his son lives in Boston now. Uh, Frazier's son. Frazier's son. Okay. So he goes to visit him in Boston and finds out that there's like a kid involved, but you're not sure if it's his kid or there's just like so he thinks he's a grandpa. Oh, okay. And so then he was supposed to go tour Europe, and then he's like, "I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying here and getting to know my grandchild." Oh. And so he walks this. He walks them across. He says, "I want to show you my new apartment." And they go, "Okay, let's go see it." And he walks them across the hall and says, "This is my new apartment." And the kid's like. <laughs> across the hall from me but his son is like yeah, his son is like <laughs> you couldn't create a little bit more distance he yeah. goes no absolutely not and he goes how did you get the apartment across from me and he goes i bought it and he goes i bought this whole building what and he goes with what and he goes with money charles lots of money it was a great line and i when you said taylor swift decided to do this tour just to yeah. you know just to get get it out there and be like for money, yeah. lots of money. She, like I heard, like four billion. <laughs> yeah, it's like crazy. B. B yeah. is the first letter of the amount of money that yeah. she's making. What do you like, do with all this? It's uh, money. It's lots of money. Yeah. This buy woman, apartment buildings. And what's hilarious? Uh, so she's born in 1989, right? She's only two years younger than me, and yeah. uh, she's like a multi-billionaire. Anyway, what have I done with my let's, life? Let's let's not okay. think. Let's not. Let's think of it through a new lens. <laughs> that we can be proud of somebody. I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, but yeah, I do. I do like Taylor Swift, though. Yeah. So good. Kudos. Fun weekend, though. Yeah. Good. Uh, anything else that we want to chat up, chat with no. random stuff before oh, we get I going into so. the? I made the... salsa. Okay. Like like green. I had a bunch of green tomatoes, and I made green salsa with it. How did it, it turn my out? My first endeavor into salsa making. Uh, it turned out pretty good, I think. Yeah. Um, it's definitely mild because I don't really like spicy. Good. But I made like. Uh, any homegrown ingredient in any uh, tomatoes, tomatoes from your garden? The okay. tomatoes were from my garden. Nice. That's the whole reason. I got like five pounds of green tomatoes when I gotcha. took out my tomato plant. And I was like, what am I going to do with these? Yeah. What are you What are you excited about? Like, this is the question that Kylie and I asked over coffee the other day um, when we were there. What are you excited most about fall? Oh. What, what are you like? I can't wait for the weather to turn so that blah. What oh. is it? Um, I'll go first. Oh, wearing me? sweaters. Okay, sweater weather? Yeah. Sweater weather? <laughs> <laughs> Do 
you watched like it. Wearing Tell me you watched it. Uh, SNL I don't know episode? if I've actually seen that whole skit. Oh, sweater but weather? I know uh, about it. I'm uh, familiar. We're going to pause the podcast, guys. We'll be right back. Um, <laughs> she's going to go on YouTube real quick and just entertain herself. Uh, I think I've seen most of it. You got to watch it. It's yeah. a good one. Um, I mentioned to Kylie... Uh, just some some like board games with the family. I like oh. earlier nights where it's like, all right, it's six o'clock. It's pitch blackout. What are we doing? <laughs> We're not going to bed. You know what I mean? Like previously, you'd be like, it's light out. Let's go. Do let's go. I gotta go mow the lawn. Mm-hmm. I gotta do this. You have less excuses to get out and do that because you just can't do that. And so you're like, well, we're gonna just play some board games. Mm-hmm. And so I. Uh, I, I found a board game that I've been kind of keeping my eye on. Oh. Um, and it's... Uh, an, a, Some forced family fun yeah, is about to come. Fun. Yeah. They don't even know it yet. They don't even know I bought this. Does Kylie and know And I found you a cheap it? version. No, she's finding out right now on the podcast. <laughs> I found a cheap version of it. Oh. But it said, um, beware. I think some pieces might be missing. Oh. <laughs> and so I said, but I looked at the pictures and it's got like... It's got like everything that I can think of that's in this. I've never played this game, but like it looks <laughs> like all it? of the things are, are there. And there's a few things it? that are punched. Out. No, it's called Terra Mystica. It's okay. just a board game. Mm-hmm. And um, and like it does look like some pieces were punched out, but then it looks like I can see them in another photo. Uh-huh. And this woman who's selling this um, just se- is like on her little Mercari page. Mm-hmm. She's selling lots of random crap. I think she'd like bought a storage unit and it's just selling stuff right and so she doesn't want to be responsible if not all the pieces are in this game so she's got to say she's like as is i don't know if all the pieces are here but do you want so then i messaged her i'm like hey could you just kind of help me figure out which pieces are there she's like i don't know don't it's (laughs) not worth it man if you want to buy it buy it the game's 15 bucks (laughs) that's a risk you got to take yeah (laughs) so i looked at it i watched it for a little bit and i was like yeah i think i'm gonna do this i think i'm gonna roll the dice want the spice you got to roll the dice right so i bought it and and uh it's not even here yet yeah. so i i don't know that we're going to be playing this game i may have just <laughs> tossed 15 dollars, just burned it up but if i did then i did it out of an attempt to connect with my family over yeah. games uh-huh. so that's not yeah. bad so I'll watch you know. out johnson's first family fun in your future 100 <laughs> percent. yeah you know you want it game nights come uh, on now come uh, on yeah all right. Uh, so Sunday, we had a guest speaker. We did. Uh, my friend Kelsey from when Natchi was in town. She came by. Um, I looked at the calendar just today back in July and mm-hmm. covered for me when I was gone on a weekend there too. And uh, she did such a good job. And I really did. I genuinely felt like and got feedback from so many people that this, that she had the East Lake ethos or the vibe mm-hmm. or uh, just the form of her speech and the the way that she thinks and the creativity of it just felt like... It was a good. It was a good, a good voice mm-hmm. for us that that matches closely. And so, as soon as she left, I was like, "Hey, you got to come back again at some point and do this again." Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when this thing popped up on the calendar and we knew we were going to be gone, I, I, and I feel bad because she's been here twice and I haven't been here either of the two weekends that she's been yeah, here, which uh-huh. is not always true. Like, oh, we're going to have another one in November. But I'm going to be here for that one. Yeah. But anyways, um, so that's a tough. Uh, that's a. Uh, Will you ever go speak at her church? I don't know. I haven't been invited yet. <laughs> That's fair. She, <laughs> I hope don't she's want listening you. to this podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> Brent just got really red, everyone. No, yeah, so red. Uh, it is hard because that's on a Sunday, right? Yep. So the bonus for her is right now she's co-pastoring yep. a church. And so 
when she like she's only speaking 20 something times yep. a year uh-huh. and so it makes sense for her to be like i'm not speaking here let me go get exposure down yeah, here yeah, yeah. and um so then that helps that makes yep. it a lot easier yeah. when it I'm is gone. a little harder for you yeah because then you have to find someone that's to what i in. tell myself not yeah. that people don't want me to come speak there or, ha- or play with me or anything <laughs> like that have friends but um i'm just really busy you know i'd love to have that but i'm like so busy i'm so needed so anyways no it's stupid. yeah yep. um but uh, yeah. yeah, so she did like a standalone talk on she Sunday mm-hmm. and uh, kind of an overview really of the Old Testament sort of trajectory of everything and how it kind of fits into like we don't want to like we are very much a part of the same sort of thing that God is using this and and moving us out of this and into something new. She had a couple of really great comments about that I loved. Um, uh, one being that uh, the, the thing about the wilderness, I don't know if you remember that mm-hmm. part where... Yeah. Um, this teacher says, we're going to take you out in the wilderness and we're going to show you what it's like to really live out there, right? And then somebody questioned him and go, were they ever in like mortal danger of anything? Mm-hmm. He's like, no, no, I would never allow my students to do that. And he's like, well, then you're not really experiencing the wilderness. Yeah. She said like, a- her line was, um, I wrote that one down too, but her line was in a real world, in a real wilderness, there has to be something that can kill you. Yeah. And I was like, that's so good. Like yeah. that that vulnerability, because where does that translate to? You're like, I'm not really a hiker or a camper. That's not what we're talking about. We're no, talking no, no. about a it vulnerability. It has to be a real risk. Yeah, if you're not really, truly mm-hmm. risking and you could potentially lose and yeah. lose big. Lose big, yeah. Then, uh, then you don't really know what that is. I mean, that's yeah. that whole Teddy Roosevelt speech of the man uh, in the arena, right? Um, don't worry about the people who comment. Or look at the guy who's actually blood, sweat, and tears and, and is risking his life on, on whatever it, this this cause is. Like, he's got the most skin in the game. Yep. Probably uh, there, there's something about that. If you're, th- this can translate to uh, owning a business or, or starting a business or starting a new thing where you're like, if this fails, like, it's not just like, ah, shucks, whatever. No, it's like, I'm Like, I'll I'm be bankrupt. I'm bankrupt. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I get to do one life, and 10 years of that is going to be spent picking up the pieces of this bankruptcy. Yep. Uh-huh. That's a big loss, yep. right? That's a big risk. That's a big risk. Yeah. And um, so when somebody tries it and succeeds or does it, you know, does it well or navigates through or just, ba- I don't know, survives, you're like, that's that's a, that's a big component. Like, there was a real wilderness moment mm-hmm. there that is not a fake wilderness. Uh, I know I've got a trust fund that's going to bail me out. Or I know uh, I've set the ceiling so low. It's just an LLC. I, I can get out and do whatever. You know, there's there's different things where you're like that. There, there's there's higher levels of risk. Mm-hmm. And when that comes, even when like a personal involvement of uh, of of choosing marriage or choosing you know to have kids and go down that road, that's that's their path of no return on, mm-hmm. on some mm-hmm. of those things, right? That you're like. I, I feel like this is kind of a wilderness moment. I could get really yeah. in trouble here. Or mm-hmm. um, And I think Kelsey's point is that like uh, when you're in those moments that when you that's when you can truly like um that's when you truly need God and that's when you can truly like discern your place in that and like are most open to like receiving input and um like that's where you find all of those self revelations is when you're truly in the wilderness. Um, and not that you can't like find those things other places, but sure. like, the wilderness is a kind of a unique shaping time um, that uh, there's something that you, you learn that. in the wilderness mm-hmm. that you don't learn anywhere else. And the, yeah. the, the faith of the Israelites were shaped in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. And, 
uh, if our faith is always the safe option, if it's the fallback, it's the, you know, I'm not taking a huge risk on what I believe or, or aligning my, what I think I believe with my actual actions or what I, what I say I prioritize with what I actually prioritize in life with schedule and money and everything else, then that's not really a wilderness, a type of faith. It's, it's a, it's a safe, you know, mm-hmm. meadow type of faith, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> safe meadow type of faith. Yeah. Uh, was that your the, uh, what the other thing you have? that uh, that I liked? Um, she spoke. She the way that she speaks is very like if you've ever read um, like Jewish theologians, mm-hmm. um, they always I have not. But yes, well, I'm with you. I'm, I'm trying to. That's probably not even a great <laughs> way to describe it. But she mentioned Moses coming along alongside the burning bush. Mm-hmm. And how the bush is always burning. It's always been burning and it's an awareness. That's a very Jewish way of looking at that. Mm. Um, In our mindset, we would say God did something miraculous with this bush in that moment. Mm -hmm. Take off your shoes, you're on hollowed ground. And a Jewish person would say it's always burning. It's our perception of Yeah, the miraculous thing was what God did in our perception. Yes. Right, he changed our view. Opening us up to something that was already there. And the idea of... We want to pray for some like breakthrough and some visual example of God at work in mm-hmm, our world, mm-hmm. or you know, bring a miracle here. And he's like, the fact that you live on this planet in this way, <laughs> and the fact that you have the things that you have is pretty yeah. miraculous in and of itself. Yeah. So well, the, and what if God's just like, open your eyeballs? Dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the bush is always burning. Yeah, and and always you are has already on holy ground. Yes, Every, just, everything just about it. life yeah. is already holy. Yeah. And you live in a spiritual, uh, in a spiritual sense, in a spiritual mm-hmm. world, mm-hmm. and it's just an awareness piece that yeah. that we this need so badly. This is very unrelated, but I listened to a podcast about witches, which is not about um, like <laughs> God at all. Um, but most modern like witchcraft practices are very about um, like they're about that understanding, right? spirituality is around us. Like it's about an awareness of the forces that are in this world, right? They just have their source of it is different than a Christian person, right? Yeah. But there's still that like... Um, it's more mysticism. Yeah, it's more mysticism. Than, more, yeah, I mean, because witchcraft, we think yeah, of like yeah. boiling apples and children. This is actually very like. fascinating. I mean, I'm sure some people were offended, but I was fascinated by it. Um, it was on ologies. Um, and it just was like really interesting to hear that perspective. So, sorry, uh, the, the, I, podcast, the topic of witchcraft yeah, was on yeah, ologies. Yeah. The, the podcast ologies had a two part cause they do like spooky season episodes yeah, in gotcha. October. And, and this so, is the season, tis the season yeah, yeah, yeah. for that kind of, and so ooh, look at this the, kind of stuff. The host interviewed a witch yeah. and uh, like a person who practices that. And it was very, very fascinating um, I was not offended because I can hold my beliefs in it and listen to other people's beliefs at the same time. That, um, that's <laughs> impossible. I don't believe you. Um, but apparently it was a little bit controversial. Um, but I thought it was really interesting. So, <laughs> Are you saying that because of other comments later no, no, on? No, no, no. Because um, when the host started the second episode, the second week, she was like, this has been my <laughs> okay, most controversial. So we've gotten a lot of emails. <laughs> yeah, basically. Okay. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> sponsors are pulling out, but we're going to keep it transferring. That, it's not that bad, yeah. but like, um, it was, it, anyway, it was just very interesting. Yeah. But the reason I brought it up is because the person who, um, the host was interviewing was talking about that, like 
like we live in a spiritual world. Like we like things have meaning and things have spirit and things have like understanding in that whether we like whether they're animated or not, right? Like yeah. God is already in the soil. God is already in the rock. God is already in the bush. Like we just need to open our eyes and see that. Yeah. And so like for us and for like Jewish people, like that's Yahweh. Like we see Yahweh in those things. Right. But like there are other practices of religion that see different things in there. Um, and I just, for me, that's, that's confirming, right? Yeah. Like it, like that's a human thing that I have inside me to know that the earth is part of who I am and that spirit is within the earth as it is within me. And like, like, and it's confirmed in pagan things and it's confirmed in all these other things. And so, you know, you can have arguments about it, but for me, that's really confirming that, that's that belief and that understanding and like my seeking God in those things, that's a true way to see things. Mm -hmm. And that's a way to like work into this world and to like open my eyes to the mysticism or not the mysticism, but to God in the creation that he has. Yeah. No, that's good. I had a conversation with a pastor recently in the area. Uh, we did lunch together and got talking. And it was one of those lunches where you're like, oh, it's been two hours. You, yeah. you probably need to leave. Like, <laughs> you know, um, we have other things to do, but yeah. it was really, really good. And in it, we were talking about having difficult, leading difficult conversations and being the church being a place for civil discourse in our community that's so ba badly needed because we have so few areas of civil discourse. We have areas that are polarizing. Come to our come to our rally where we all believe the same things mm -hmm. and hold signs and don't have conversations, but scream at people yeah. who believe differently than us. Mm -hmm. Instead of let's talk, let's, let's bring these to the public forum and talk relevantly about all these things. And there's just not that place anyway. Mm -hmm. And so, and he mentioned trying to adapt and trying to bring some of this into his church community and start these conversations and having to preface it with like, you know, the pushback of why are we allowing these people to have voices in on in platforms in our community or whatever and I, I mentioned it's so funny because part of you wants to be like listen i think god is over all all of the things all my god's as big as is that he's the desire of all of the nations right mm -hmm. and if that's true then my goal is to figure out where inside of that specific mindset there's something that is drawing those people to a certain angle of life mm -hmm. and perspective of it what is it what is the gospel inside of that viewpoint. Now, mm -hmm. then once I identify the gospel portions of it, I can also then offer critiques about it to be like, that's where I think it goes sideways and, and thinks differently and doesn't follow through with it. But there's, there's gotta be, if it's, if it's that resonating, if it resonates that deeply within the soul of people, mm -hmm. then there's some spiritual truth to that. There's mm -hmm. some sort of angle yeah. that I can find common ground with. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, like that common ground, right? Like, we both believe this very deeply spiritual thing. Right. We have very different explanations for where it comes from. Yes, and what to do and, and next what steps to do about how next. to solve yeah. it and why everybody doesn't have to think this or everybody does. Everybody yeah. needs to see the things my way. Yeah. But we but we have this. Yeah. We both sense this. We both yeah. feel this. Right. Yeah. I, I would like to be better at that personally. And I would also like our community, our church community to figure out how to be a, a better source for that too. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And maybe this podcast, who knows? So <laughs> good. Uh, I kind of uh, took us on a weird sideways rant. No, but. it's really good though. <laughs> like that's, 
that was we had a board retreat two weekends ago yeah. and that was one of the they, they told me what do you want the next season of east lake to look like and there was a i had a list of like seven different things and one of those one of those was was that exactly mm-hmm. i'm just i'm tired of i'm just weary i get on twitter and and in facebook and you see all these uh this us versus them sort of uh crap that's out there mm-hmm. and um i just you know I don't know. You can either mute it, which I did for a while, which I do and still mm-hmm. do because I have to for you like my to. own personal yeah. sanity. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also, the people that I respect the most are not necessarily the ones that I believe uh, and, and cl- is as closely aligned theologically or spiritually mm-hmm. or politically, but they have a grace to them about the about the whole topic, recognizing it's sensitive. Here's my take. I'm going to give it unequivocally here's why I, and I'm going to hold my ground. I'm not going to be wishy-washy on this thing. Mm -hmm. I want, but you believe it to your core and like, there's a generosity and a charity for people who don't see it the same way. Mm -hmm. And that's, and that's still okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't get there logically, but I can understand how Mm -hmm. you might. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm like that, that right there, that's what I want. And, and like we both like, where's the true human nature, right? We both have this very similar idea of spirituality and spirit and like how that moves in the world. Okay, that that's humanity. That's from our humanity. I think that comes from God, right? You think that comes from somewhere else. Yeah. But we can still recognize that sameness within us. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's good. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, this podcast is called Say Something Interesting um, <laughs> because at the end of every episode, we find and say something yeah, we that do. we found interesting. Um, can you start? Because I just even realized. Even opened? Yeah, even though you opened. I'm gonna, I, there was a, <laughs> I just thought of a different angle that I want to take this, okay. and I need two seconds to kind of All navigate right, fine. it. So. Um, so typically if you open, you don't have to do your something interesting first, but I'll be gracious with Brent. Um, apparently there's some evolution going on in the population in the giraffe world. Um, and there have now been, um, so in a couple of zoos recently, there were a couple of baby giraffes that were born without spots. So they were just tan and they weren't quite sure if it was just like a zoo thing or whatever. Yeah. But there was a baby giraffe born in Nambia um, just a couple like this summer that also didn't have any spots. So um, now it's showing up in a lot of different places. And um, I don't know if they know exactly why. Um, I don't know if they've gone through that deep dive yet. Um, but definitely a little mutation that's if happening. If it's a form of camouflage or dietary changes yeah, or, or, like, or is environment it, changes. Is it because the environment's changing and they don't like they don't need the spots anymore? Like they need to just be one color because um, it's more grassland and not so enough it is trees funny because and, yeah. you understand why chameleons and fish have like dots and camouflage because mm-hmm. you're like you are uh, the subject of lots of different predators. Yeah, I find it a little harder to believe that giraffes, I mean, giraffes they don't get preyed on <laughs> by a ton of stuff, but they still do. No, I I, I know that they do, but I don't <laughs> think any animals looking at that going is that a giraffe or is that something else. <laughs> Like this giant 12 foot neck. (laughs) You're like, what is that? Is that a, that could be a, no, that's a giraffe. That is a giraffe. But I wonder if they like look like trees a little bit, right? Like, I mean, that's that's like the only thing, but I don't, 
trees don't traditionally have spots, but the, anyways, I, know. I don't know. But yeah. like the dappled light, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what it, I, that's what right. I imagine it would the look changes. like. Sure. Um, I don't know. And maybe when they're lying on the ground coiled up going to bed and that's when they're most vulnerable. Yeah. Maybe they look like something else. I yeah. get it. I'm just yeah. trying to play the devil's advocate on it. I don't but. know all of the, and I don't know what all the mutations are that have caused this, but there have now been like three and one in the wild. So not just in captivity, but one in um, the wild that have been born without spots. There you go. So that's very exciting for uh, biological scientists. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. It is. <clears throat> They're throwing parties. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Mine has to do with a, an Instagram account that I follow. Um, and it has to do with my earlier comment about game. If, if, if you listen to that and be like, yeah, you know what? Family force, family fun. Sounds like a really <laughs> great thing. My kids need a little bit of punishment in their life. And, <laughs> And uh, game time with mom and dad sounds like a great idea. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and you're not sure exactly. You're like, Monopoly sounds like out of the Don't question. Do uh, outburst. <laughs> sorry. Uno. You're like, come on, guys. Let's get let's get a little bit more creative <laughs> on our game. So if you're looking for a game that's not, let's say, on sale at Walmart. Okay. Okay. So a little bit harder to find, but challenging enough to like intrigue your kids and be like strategy development and everything else. Uh, There's a guy named Alex Hart who runs an Instagram account called Might I Suggest a Game. Uh, And as far as I can tell on looking at this, um, it's the, uh, the, it's might.i.suggest.a.game. So that's how you'd find him. Yeah. Uh, And he does little videos. And the best part about it is he does a lot of the, if you're a couple, here's like three ideas for couples. If you have young kids, here's one for this. If you like this game, you might like these three games. Yeah. Oh, that Um, is cool. And, uh, and he went to like a gaming convention and you can follow his videos around with that and look at the new games Mm -hmm. coming out. It was, it kind of turned me on to a few different game options mm-hmm. uh, as I walked through Adventures Underground, my favorite little store around here to get mm-hmm. some of that stuff. And nice thing for me, it's right close by. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would, uh, I'd check it out. If you're like, that sounded fun. I should do that as a family. Or we that should do that a cool as a family. Idea. There you go. Yeah. All right, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Say Something Interesting. Kicking off a brand new series uh, this Sunday called This Beautiful Life. I'm leading that one uh, and would love to have you be in person at 9.15 or 10.30 or online at either of those times as well or catch it on demand anytime after the fact uh, via our app or live stream or whatever else. So that's Mm -hmm. how you can kind of get plugged in and stay a part of this. Uh, The only announcement that we have coming up is that if you have not already had plans for Halloween, um, we, you should definitely mark your calendars to come to the Uptown from three to five. Uh, we were walking through Costco the other day. My, Megan mentioned it as we were walking up here. <laughs> we have about 10 or 15, something like that, bags of large bags of candy uh-huh. at the bottom of our stairs storing it. And I, we piled all of the, they were on sale at Costco. So I was mm-hmm. like, we just buy them now. Cause who knows if they're going to be on sale in mm-hmm. two weeks. And as we were checking out, everybody kept commenting, where, where do you live? What's your address? Right. <laughs> And when you're like 1311 Jadwin Avenue. Yeah, 1300 Jadwin. Yeah. <laughs> so we told them we were at the Uptown and they do this thing from three uh-huh. to five. And both the like the checker and the person who boxes them up uh-huh. were both like, oh, we have young kids. That sounds like a great time. Yeah. Let's just go get it done early. Yeah. And then mama can have a glass of wine by herself. <laughs> I don't know. They didn't say that. But you could tell it was like, mm. get it done early. Let's yeah. make it happen. Mm. And I think it's a good spot. So three to five. They usually have a Halloween. ton of kids here. Tons, right? thousands. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. 
And uh, and they've been doing it forever. Pro tip: I, I was I I had Troy mention the video on the script this week. Yeah. That Kagan's has given away full size candy bars. Are and they that legit? Is, they are legit. I saw the boxes the oh, other day. Oh man! But here's the thing: he doesn't have he did he bought less this year. Uh, because I think he said I bought out everything that they had on the pallets at Costco at the time, and there wasn't much <laughs> left. And so he's like, I think I have the first like 750 or a thousand or something uh, like that. Okay. So and there's usually like honestly like two thousand, three thousand yeah. people that come yeah. through here. So. My suggestion, if you want full-size candy bars, and who wouldn't want those? Start here. Start here and start, start early. Start at the Uptown Theater. Get here early. Start early. <laughs> yeah. Start at the Uptown and then walk down to Kagan's. Yeah. It's like next door. So you're yeah. good. good to go. All right, guys. That's and it. See you guys. Bye. Bye.